Welcome back to Simple Joyful Home, a Come Follow Me podcast with Emily and Alicia. Week after week, they'll draw inspiration from the reading, leaving you with simple and useful tools to strengthen your confidence, your spirit, and your family. Together, you'll transform the study of religion into a real relationship with Christ. Powerful tools and superstar listeners like you means everyone can have a simple, joyful home. Take it away, ladies. Hey, this is Alicia. And this is Emily. Welcome to Come Follow Me, Simple Joyful Home. We are here to talk today about D&C sections 20 through 22. And our mission here at Simple Joyful Home is all about application. So we're searching these scriptures to find a way to apply them to our lives. And we hope that you enjoy the things we learn. Yes, I love learning from the scriptures, but specifically how to apply them in my life. I just feel like it takes a different meaning for me, but there's lots of verses and lots of things we can learn from. So we try to keep it simple over here and we're, we just pick like one or two scriptures to learn from. So thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Hopefully we're all in this together. It's true. So today we are going to focus on sections 20 and 21 mainly. And we're going to start with section 21, verse 2. And it says, Being inspired of the Holy Ghost to lay the foundation thereof and to build it up unto the most holy faith. And then verse 3 says, Which church was organized and established. And then it says when it was organized and established. We wanted to focus here because we discovered an interesting pattern that we thought we could apply in our homes. And in the beginning of the Doctrine and Covenants section 20, in verses 29 and 30 and 31 and 35, it says we know like four different times. We know, we know, we know, we know. And they, and then in each of those verses, it's talking about what they know they need. So in verse 29, and we know that all men must repent and believe on the name of Jesus Christ. That is a need that every man and woman has in order to be to return to Heavenly Father. And then in verse 30, and we know that justification through the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is just and true. They know that they need the Savior. And then it goes on to talk about more of the things that they need. And what we loved is that they pointed out what they knew and what they knew that they needed. And then it goes into how they organized the church. And and baptism and roles in the church and what you could and couldn't do and all of the different guidances that they received from this revelation from the Lord to organize. And it made us think of our homes. Well, yeah. And, and really, this is really specific that the Lord was able to give them in this revelation. Yeah, he's very detailed. And very detailed. And I think that's really, really neat and unique and something we also have access to of like some good details, some good help when we're trying to organize things in our home and in our relationships. And we feel really strongly that the Lord does not just inspire in the organization and the creation of the church. He also inspires in the organization and the creation of our homes. And so what do we know we need in our homes? Is there something that you always want to focus on? You always want to come back to in times of trouble or struggle Um, or are there core principles that you need in your home? If you're talking about behavior changes or organization, 
Um, and then there's the physical aspects of our home. What are the physical things we know we need in our home? And Emily has a great story about this. She's doing some awesome work in her home right now. Well, yeah. So but <laughs> we're redoing our kitchen. We're going to remodel our kitchen, which is pretty big. We haven't done one before, um, but we have a really great contractor who came over and he, the first thing he asked us when we were talking about this was, okay, what are, what do you really need in this space? Like, what are your like big desires What's most important to you? And I said, okay, I need an island that fits five boys on it. It's just important for me that they all sit, they can all sit around this island because we do a lot of cooking, a lot of gathering around in our kitchen. And the other thing is I really love natural light and I want my window bigger. And people laugh at me at that, but that's important to me (laughs) anyway. But, and then we are taking out a pantry area and I was like, I need a place for my food. Like I need that. So those are the three biggest things that I knew were going to be like the most um, important to me. So he went back and he's like, okay, well, I'm going to make sure I try to fit that in. So he went home, drew up these plans and brought them and made sure that all of those things fit. And we're tweaking a couple of things and, you know, making sure things are flowing. But those core needs were at the forefront of his mind creating the space as well. So we kind of like got on the same page in a way. And it was just, it's really neat to see how when we can lay out what's most important. Yeah. Those needs we have. Yeah. And really like look at it and be like, what's what? And because sometimes it takes a minute to sit down and be like, well, what do I really want in this kitchen? And once Mm -hmm. I did, I'm like, you know what? I got to let go. Like all the frilly, the cute is nice, but that's the, the functionality of it is the most important that I needed and to be able to clean it easily. Like everything else just started working out and we've been able to pick our you know, our, our range that we want or the fridge that we want, even though those aren't like the most core needs, but I know those are taken care of. So everything else is fitting better. And it's just been a neat process. I look at in other areas too. When I go to like a closet that's overflowing, just spilling everywhere. I'm like, well, what do I really need to fit in this closet? Like, well, I need to fit these three blankets and these towels. And then all of a sudden you get, then you go buy the bins or whatever you need to do to help organize it. You fit it all in. You're like, oh, now I have more space. Okay. I can fit some of this other stuff in here too. So really when we think about our foundations of, um, of what we want in our homes, really asking ourselves, what do we really need this space to do for us? And it will really help us. So that's like a physical thought, Mm -hmm. but we can also apply that to like even our relationships with our kids like if I think about what's most important, like what do I really need with my kids? And it's like, I need great communication and I need, so I want to mm-hmm. have a good relationship. And one of the ways that I find I do that is we got to have, we got to sit around our dinner table and eat together. Mm-hmm. And we talk about the protecting the brotherhood <laughs> because they're all brothers. And like, how, what are you doing? You know, what are you guys doing to help each other and protecting each other? And yeah. you bring up a good point. It's interesting that when you know your needs, and and I like that in the scriptures it says we know that, and then they then they state a yeah. need, but almost the need as a statement. We know that all men must, and yeah. if we state these needs, especially relationship needs, in that way, like I know that my relationship with my children needs time. It's a statement. It's not a question. It just is. And I love that the scriptures are such a good example of that. And then oftentimes the things that we know we need in relationships, they tie into our needs in our physical space. 
Um, I love that you say, like, I know that I need time to communicate with my kids to build a stronger connection with them. And then you go to a physical space to do that, right? That's how, that's naturally what we do in life. And so your space in your kitchen, that's where you gather. That's where you, that's where you spend time and where you can finally connect in a day. And so it ties your relationship needs, your and your physical space needs often tie together oh, yeah. or are connected. They intertwine yeah. a lot, which is kind of cool to think about. It's like a twofer. Emily likes to say I really she like loves things that are twofers. See, I like to do a little small amount of work possible, but have the largest impact. <laughs> it's right. To have the biggest it's payout. called efficiency. <laughs> it's so true. And so it makes me think of like just this last week and I was out of town with my sisters and we were doing a small little um, getaway. T- and I know that when I am away, when I come home, I know that my children need more connection. They need, otherwise behavior is off, the whole day is off, learning's off, everything is off. And I know this. And so I know that when I return, that my focus has to be with my children and giving them that added connection. So once I know what I need, then I start to organize my day and my home in a way that allows me to give that. And for me, this this week has been a week of really showering them with connection. My organizing went a little like this in my brain. Now I know the need and I know it's going to prevent a huge amount of chaos. So I really got to fulfill this need. And it went a little like this. I know I'm going to need to make more eye contact with them. It sounds crazy, but it makes a huge difference. Huge. We've talked about this in a previous podcast. I think it was behold like last year, but, um, it makes such a huge difference. And so I know this week I'm going to do make an extra effort to make eye contact with them. And the second thing that I knew that I needed to do to organize my home because of the need was I knew I needed to really take some time to listen to their needs. And I knew my son had a little storytelling thing. So I was like, oh man, tell me. I was asking him about it all the time. Tell me about how the storytelling thing is going. Tell me about, um, are you excited about it? Are you nervous about it? And then we'd talk about that and how to use that energy. And then and then he had his storytelling thing. And then we, we watched it because we videoed it. So we watched it and I was like so proud. And just that extra attention to the things that are important to them in that week. Now, Normally I would pay attention to those things, but this week it was different because I had been away because I knew that we needed that showering of extra connection to keep us all on track for the rest of the, you know, the days and weeks and months to come. Um, It was, I was way more intentional about it, way more intentional about it. And it made such a big impact and it opened up opportunities like we were supposed to have date night we do date nights with our kids um, every other Friday, which in hindsight, I should have done once a month, (laughs) but we do every other Friday and there's only two of them. So we each take one and it works, you know, but Seth wasn't feeling super well. And so we weren't going to be able to go on our date night. And I said, but that's okay. I'll hang out with you and Emma. And he was so sad. Mom, I have been looking forward to this all week. And I just felt like, oh man, I've totally missed the mark. Well, how can we do this? Like, but, and I, and we talked about it because really 
sometimes circumstances don't allow us to organize our life in an ideal way. And we have to make adjustments. And so we talked a little bit about how much I cared about that date and how much I was looking forward to it and how much I wanted to do something. Well, can we do something at home? Can we stay up a little later? Can we, you know, can we play a game together? Can we, what can we do that will still accomplish the need? Because the need is still there, whether we can organize our life in that way or not. And, but acknowledging it and being intentional about it opens up an opportunity for the other person to say, wow, I thought we were going to do this, but we didn't. And then we can talk through it and we can reset expectations and still keep that opportunity for connection that might've been lost had we not had the intention. And we learned this the hard way. Seth was gone on the weekends once a month for, I mean, forever, for as long as we've been together, he's been gone. And so, and that's my puppy. (laughs) Anyway, um, but he's been gone once a month for as long as I, as we've been together. And so, but the kids, man, I mean, he would be gone for the whole week working and then on the weekend and, and we would get back together on Monday and man, that whole next week was just brutal, like brutal. Like people were upset and fighting and ornery and things weren't getting done and everybody was just stretched thin. And we learned like the reason why is because we are a family of connection. We are intentional about that. And when time does not allow us to have it, then we, we all wear a little thin, every single one of us. And so we have to be more intentional when we get back together and we have to know our need. And then we have to organize our life in a way that allows us to try and meet those needs. Yeah. I really like your examples that you gave because it, it shows that you recognize what you know is important, but that when it comes down to what needs to be organized, you keep that in your mind. Like that's your sole reason of moving forward and sole reason of how to keep it flowing so that when it does happen or when things don't work out, you're able to still keep that in mind to find out something. Cause sometimes I, I think we know what we want, but we are like, okay, well now I don't know how to get it to happen. Say you have a hard time in your family with communicating. Like, well, I know that's something so important I need. I don't know how to, where to go. But if you know it, that's like the huge biggest step right there. Knowing your own, knowing your needs and the needs of your home and your family is a huge step. I totally agree with that. And sometimes requires some mental work. It does. And once you know it, then all of a sudden you'll find, and it may take time, Mm -hmm. but you'll start catching things that give you ideas or, you know, the Lord inspires you to do something like, really? Okay. And you do it. And that's just what's so neat about when we do keep that big goal in mind, sometimes it's easy to forget, but that's when you're like, uh, something's off. Are we missing? Are we forgetting what's most important? And then it starts to settle back in when we can reapply that. It's so true. And I love that you bring in like the spirit will help you find those answers. And I think that goes right back to section 21 in verse two, where he says, being inspired of the Holy ghost to lay the foundation thereof and to build it up unto the most holy faith. And that's what we're trying to do, right? Yeah. Is build build our families up in faith and to the Lord and where everybody is able to perform at their full potential. And 
that's what we're able to do. And we do that with the spirit that yeah. is impossible to do without, without yeah. it. I mean, I mean, you can do it, but you're not, it's like a constant struggle. I think having that spirit helps us make those little discoveries, those little tiny whisperings that we're like, Oh, maybe I should focus on the storytelling. Maybe that's the thing I'm going to focus on. You know, I mean, there's a lot of things happening in our lives in his, in my son's life, but that's the one thing that I just had that little whispering focus on that. And it helped him. And it helped. And I think that without the spirit, yeah. it's much, much harder to know of the millions of things happening in your life where to focus. And you're just with the spirit, you have more confidence in where you're naturally drawn. Yeah. And it'll get easier the more yeah. you do it. The more you practice it. Yeah. Well, and I really love that, you know, even in the church, they organized this. It had the, like what you talked about, they knew what needed to happen and the Lord knew and mm -hmm. it definitely directed them that way. But then when they organized it's like, then they decided who was going to do it, when they were going to do it. But everything was organized around those core, the doctrine, the, mm -hmm. what the Lord's whole purpose and drive is. And, and those are the things that we need also in our lives to keep in mind. And Sometimes it needs revamping, right? Like a closet, you can organize it to perfection and it will fall apart eventually. Yep. And then you go to use it and it doesn't work. And it yeah. doesn't work. So then you're like, okay, what do we need here? And you kind of clean it out and you work on it and then it starts functioning again. And But those core things, that, that the functionality of that closet core needs, stays yeah. there, right? It just sometimes gets a little crazy. It's true. I love that you point out that we need the... We need to know our need, right? Because they knew their need. And in these scriptures, in Doctrine and Covenants, um, section 20, verses 29, 30, 31, and 35, um, go read those if you want to kind of dive into it a little bit more, because I love how the needs, the foundation of the thing that they were about to build is built first on Jesus Christ, right? Yeah. Um, which is how... Hopefully our homes we can yeah. build upon in our homes. But oh, the thing that stuck out to me the most was they were built based on relationships and the things that come from those. Um, because I look at here, look at this and it says, and we know that all men must repent and believe on the name of Jesus Christ. They must have a relationship with him. Yeah. And then the next one, they, the justification through the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I mean, Again, they have to have a relationship and understand the benefits and the the beauty that comes from that relationship. And then you can look at the other scriptures. But I think in our homes, if we can hone in on finding those needs in our relationships, then we will also be able to tie that to um, the physical characteristics of our home and get those twofers that we love so much. So how we are going to apply these scriptures that we talked about, you know, building this good home that has a strong foundation. Sometimes we need to look into our home and be like, what does it need? Mm -hmm. And then how can I organize it to fulfill that need? So that's just one thing you guys can think about this week is, you know, what are something that's important to you that you want in your home that's a need? And maybe it needs a little bit of organizing to get there. And be patient as you as you think of those things and and listen to that spirit as he whispers um, those insights to you to help you organize that. So we hope you enjoyed how we have found application in the scriptures this week. We love reading the Doctrine and Covenants. We love reading it 
to discover how we can build our relationship with Christ and the relationship with our family. And we do that by finding ways that are meaningful to us to apply these scriptures to our life. So as Alicia and I read this, this is just one thing that we've pulled from the scriptures and are applying it to our lives. And it's just what's down out to, stood out to us. But what's so cool about the scriptures is that as you read, there will be something that you can learn from and apply. And we just encourage that because you, we could read the very same scripture and pull completely different things from it. And that's what's so neat about the scriptures and the spirit and how it works. And so if you find something that you have loved and have applied, we'd love to hear. Yeah. And if you read this week and found a different way to apply these sections of the scriptures to build and strengthen your home or to build your relationship with Christ, please come share them with us. We want to hear about it. Yeah, we do. And, you know, maybe this isn't this application. You're like, oh, okay, that's cool. But just know that there's probably another one in there for oh, like you. Millions. So, yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> okay, we'll bye. see you guys. Bye. <laughs> Hey guys, our episode has come to the end, but we are so excited that we're going to be able to meet with you guys next time. And we look forward to that. And just so you guys know, we do have an email that you can email us questions or comments or anything that um, you may be wondering about. And just want you to know that you can reach out to us there or on social media. So our email is simplejoyfulhome at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Simple Joyful Home. And we can't wait to see you there. All right. Thanks, guys. Have Bye. a great week. Hey, hey, this is Alicia. And this is Emily. <laughs> Do we say the same thing every time? I have to hey, hold hey. myself back every time, I, hey, hey. Every time the hey, hey becomes. That's a okay. thing. Oh, yeah. Hey, girl. Hey. That's hey, a girl, big thing. Hey. Okay. Okay. Have All a great right. week. You too. Oh. <laughs> you too. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'm Peace so glad out. you said that and I answered. <laughs> uh, All right. Oh, well. Good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's start over. Psst.